God's People, SailingGodsPeople.org, with your host, Dennis Beard. We know we're living in the last of the last days. On January the 19th, 2019, the Lord visited us while we were in Transamerica, Kenya, Africa. And the bottom line was he said, seal my people by my word. As the angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, so send I you. Certainly we know we all are in the last of the last days. But we found that in the word of God, as we study and seek the Lord, his face, which my people are called by my name, some humble themselves and pray and seek my face. Now God has shown forth his glory in the face of Jesus Christ, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power might be of God and not of ourselves. The Lord is that spirit, not that man. The man itself in the days of his flesh was glorified back to God. The man is now that quickening spirit. We see that in 1 Corinthians 15, 45. The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The second Adam, that man, was made a quickening spirit. The bottom line is that the Trinity doctrine of Christ has been a lie, a deception, the great deception that was referred to in Revelation 16, 13. There are three unclean spirits like frogs, the spirits of devils working miracles with signs, miracles, and all lying wonders with all power in the deceivableness, in unrighteousness, and God himself sending the strong delusion. But now there's a clarion call, a trumpet sound, not a cornet, flute, harp, sackbolt, sultry, and lyre, but a true trumpet sound, clarion sound, piercing the earth, calling all the body of Christ, the ones that have a true heart for God, to return to the Lord your God. Somebody said, well, you mean you don't believe in a Trinity doctrine? These are three unclean spirits like frogs. You can read in Revelation 16, 13. They are the spirits of devils working miracles. Somebody said, how can he work a miracle if it's not of God? He said in 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter, that the coming of the Lord and are gathered together to him. Let no man deceive you by any means for that day will not come until I come a falling away first. That falling away has been since 325 AD and the proclamation of a Trinity gospel, which the fathers in the book of Acts never preached a Trinity. They preached one God, one person of God, not God, the father, God, the son and God, the Holy ghost. They had the revelation of Jesus. But just as Paul stated, immediately after my departure, grievous wolves shall come in, not sparing the flock. And this is what's happened since the Council of Nicaea and the Nicene Creed, stating that there was three persons in the Godhead, when in truth there's only one. Now there's a way that seemeth right to a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. When Jesus stated, I and my Father are one, a Greek word heis, H-E-I-S, one and the self-same spirit. We've moved that rock. Jesus stated in John 8, 24, when they asked him, where is your Father? He said, except you believe that I am he, the Father of glory, 
you shall die in your sins. In John 14, he said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. And he goes on and says, my father's house has a many mansion. When I saw what I told you, I got to prepare a place for you. Now, we're made to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus right now. But the call, the judgments of God are not to destroy the earth and the people therein, but a call to return back to the true God. Return back to the Lord. In Hosea 6, verse 1 through 4, it tells about the returning back to God. He did it in Job, the 22nd chapter. Over and over in Ephesus, to the church at Ephesus in Revelation, the second chapter, he said uh, to return and repent and do your first works over. In Sardis, he said, I have not found your works perfect. We've left the foundation rock, but now there is a call, a trumpet call of God. And we've had and we've, we've replaced the trumpet with a cornet. It's close, but it will not give us the, how, the high-pitched clarion call of God that pierces the heart, that brings conviction and leads us to the true revelation of Jesus Christ. We find in Daniel 3, verse 5, verse 10, and verse 15, three different times of six instruments that do not have a trumpet, but it's the voice of Babylon. There's a cornet, a flute, a harp, a sackbolt, psaltery, and a dulcimer. You see, it goes from a higher piercing tone to where it's all the way down to a dulcimer. A dulcimer has a very nasal sound that charms a snake where the snakes can set in the assembly of God in the synagogue of Satan setting in the church with the righteous holy people and not a word of conviction because there is no clear trumpet sound. And the Lord now is revealing his judgments in the land for one reason, for us to return to the true God, not a Trinity God, not a Bonitarian where there's two. The Lord said unto my Lord, when we know there's only one Lord, we find that in Ephesians 4. There is one body, but one body, one spirit, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, Above all, Father of us all and in us all. That Father of glory is Christ, which is Jesus. That revelation, he has called us back to the true foundation rock, back to the pure gold of Havilah, that pure gold of Ophir, the pure glory of God, which we have departed from. And most of the prophets that are prophesying the dates of the Lord and have when the Lord's coming and the season and time, none considering the work of God, that he alone is God, the first commandment of all, the dominant commandment in Mark 12, 29. When the scribe asked Jesus, 
What is the first commandment of all? What is the first mention of the commandment? What is the greatest commandment? What's the dominant commandment of all? Jesus said in Mark 12, 29, The first commandment of all is here, O Israel. The Lord our God is one Lord. He's not a trinity. There are no such things as three persons in the Godhead. These are three unclean spirits like frogs. God said it would be there in the last days. Revelation 16, 13. He warned us of it. But since the council of Nicaea, the devil come up with a trick to move us off the true rock. That true rock, which is Christ, who is God Almighty, who would reveal himself in a body of flesh and blood as God manifests in the flesh. 1 Timothy 3, 16. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. For God, God himself, was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit. He was seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. God revealed himself to his people, to the world. That is righteousness. He proceeded from the Father, came into the world the Father revealed in a body of flesh and blood, Emmanuel, God with us. And we beheld his glory, the glory of God, pure gold, as the only begotten of God, full of grace and truth. That only begotten is that servant, the man Christ Jesus. In Isaiah 43.10, it tells us who the servant is. Just as Paul did in Philippians 2, 6 through 8. Thus saith the Lord, at capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, is the Lord Jehovah God Almighty that fills heaven and earth an invisible spirit. But that invisible spirit will be made visible, manifest, seen, declared. No man has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. The only begotten, Monogamous Son, Huos, is the only begotten God, Monogamous Theos. He is the one. There are not three, there are not two, but only one. And God now is using judgments in the earth to have us, not to destroy mankind, but to get us to return back to the true God and eternal life. Using famine, pestilence, sword, and noisome beast, four sword judgments. It's only when the judgments of God are manifest in the earth will men learn righteousness. Righteousness is, he's God. He is the Lord our righteousness, Jehovah Tendishkinu. He is the only one that is righteous. He proceeded from the Father into the world. The Father revealed. Jesus said, you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He said in John 10, 30, I and my Father are one. One in the self-same, not a union, but the same exact self-same spirit. We've lost that revelation. We've moved that rock. And God is displeased. So he said, when the Son of Man cometh, Luke 8, 18, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. Faith in what? Faith that Jesus is the Christ. 
1 John 5, verse 1, Whosoever is born of God believes the true Christ. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. There you have it. Well, who is this Christ? Who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ? 1 John 2, 22. He is Antichrist, something in lieu of Christ, something in lieu of the rock, the true rock, the foundation of the church. Who is a liar? But he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ, he is Antichrist, that has denied both the Father. Somebody say, how can I deny the Father? Because Christ is the Father. Jesus always has been the Father and always will be. But to be the Father, he has to create. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Mercy, Barai, Elohim, eight, Hashemayim, Bayot, Hyerts. Those seven Hebrew words, and there, Elohim eight, aloft through the Tav, is Jesus Christ, none other. In Colossians 1, 16 and 17, it says Jesus Christ created all things, whether it be thrones, principalities, powers, things visible, invisible, all were made by him, for him, and for his good pleasure. But we have moved the rock. We don't give Jesus the glory of the Father. He say he's the son of God, but he's not the father. The father is Jehovah, but Jesus is the son. Jesus is the father. His very name is Jehovah is salvation. In Isaiah 43, 10, he speaks explicitly that he is the Holy One, not a Holy Trinity. He states, thus saith the Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. That is the invisible spirit of God, omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, God Almighty, fills heaven and earth everywhere, all-knowing and all-powerful. And my servant, whom I have chosen. Well, it certainly sounds like there's two. It seems right to a way of a man, but the end there are the ways of death. Thus saith the Lord, not denomination, not doctrinal creeds and apologetics. Thus the Lord himself, God Almighty, thus saith the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, the man Christ Jesus, that you may know and believe me, not believe your denominations, not believe your so-called prophets, that is hatred in the house of his God. Why would the prophet madness? The prophet is uh, uh, hatred in the house of God become, it says, a fool in the Old Testament. And hatred in the house of his God. Your prophets are like the foxes in the desert. For they have not gone up in the gap nor made up the hedge. For the children of thy people to stand in the battle in the day of the Lord. They are light, treacherous, for they have not gnawed the bone until the morrow. Not marrow, morrow. Sufficient the morrow is the evil thereof. And because of this, God is going to do a work. He's shaking the nations right now. And it's going to get worse. It's going to get more powerful, more tremors, more earthquakes. The closer to the coming of the Lord, the more the birth pains are going to be in sorrows. 
as a warning for the people of God to turn and come out of Babylon. Come out of confusion. Come out of the Trinitarian, Binitarian, and Oneness doctrines into the true doctrine of Christ. And as we seek the Lord with our whole heart, we will find him. We have that promise. But we have listened too long to denominational teachings. We have listened too long to the letter of the word without listening and being led and guided of the Spirit of God. And for this reason, God will arise to do a work, his strange work, and bring to pass his strange act. Don't mock at it, lest your bands of your heart be made strong, just like he did Pharaoh. Because God said, I'll lay judgment to the line, righteousness to the plummet. We're going to be measured. Just as it is stated in Revelation 11, verse 1, it was read like unto a rod given to me, John said, saying, rise, measure the temple of God, that's the body of Christ, and the altar. Have you crucified your flesh with the affections and the lust? Have you presented your bodies a living sacrifice, only acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service? May not conform to this world, being transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God for you is? There's the altar. And them that worship therein. Measure the temple, the altar, and them that worship therein. The true worshipers, two criteria, must worship him in spirit, not in the letter, and in truth. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. So God is doing a work now. Judgment to the line. Righteousness to the plummet. And Prophets are running here, they're calling each other, what shall we do? We prophesied this, it didn't come to pass. Why? Because he's showing you the error of your way. It's very simple. If the thing that the prophet prophesies and it comes to pass, saying, let us go after other gods, little G-O-D-S, Elohim's. There's God's many and Lord's many. But to us that believe there's only one Lord and one God. I'm afraid we've moved, we've removed the rock. We've moved it out of the way. We don't give Jesus the glory. We believe in the name of the Son of God, Jesus, Jehovah's salvation. The Son of God is the Father revealed in a body of flesh and blood. But we've moved that. We have literally denied that. And now this curse has come upon us because the curse calls us will not come. All this happens because these things uh, have come upon you because of your ways. Consider your ways, whether they be in God. You lived in your sealed houses, and the house of God goes without. Somebody says, no, there's thousands upon thousands in the churches throughout the world. Yes, in a Trinity doctrine, which is a false doctrine. There's no such thing as a Trinity God. There is only one God, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. He's a father that is in us all. That's Jesus in you, Christ in you. Galatians 4, 6. God has shown, he has sung, sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts whereby we cry, Abba, Father. God has sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts whereby we cry, Abba, Father. So what is this work? What's God doing? Well, he said, 
When judgments are in the earth, men will learn righteousness. They'll learn the true God. They'll learn Jehovah Tendishkinu, the Lord, or righteousness. And when the Holy Ghost comes, John 16, he'll reprove the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Of sin, Jesus said, because they believe not on me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father. And of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. Why of righteousness? When judgment's in the earth, man will learn righteousness. What is righteousness? John 16 says, righteousness is that he, Jesus, proceeded from the Father. That's the word. Came into the world. That word was made flesh. The word is not a second person of the Godhead. In 1 John 5, 7, there's three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. These three are one. Heist, the self-same Spirit. A different office, our function of the Spirit, but the same Spirit. The administrative office of the Spirit is the Father, the Creator of all, Jesus Christ. Colossians 1, 16 and 17. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning, the end, which is, was, and is to come, the Almighty, Revelation 1.8. He is the omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent God, 1 Timothy 6, 15, 16, and 17. Jesus Christ, the blessed and only potentate. That is a capital P, the Almighty, the omnipotent, who only hath immortality. This is Jesus only. Dwelling in the light which no man can approach unto, nor see, nor can see. Somebody said Jesus didn't declare himself to be the Father, the omnipotent God. Yes, he did. Many times. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house of many mansions. We're not so what I told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Where I am, there you may be also. He prepared a place for us. He's always been God. He's always been the Father. He's always been the Lord Jehovah, Elohim, El Shaddai. But for us... He took upon him the form of a servant. He made himself of no reputation to take on him the form of a servant. In the form of God, made of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant, made in the likeness of men. Why? Because by one man's disobedience, sin came to the world, and death by sin. Therefore, by one man shall my servant make many righteous. Who is that servant? Isaiah 43.10 says, God, the Lord God Almighty said, I am He. I am that servant. That man is God. We've left the rock. We have formed and created in our own imagination a Trinity God. And because of that, the Lord now has given us space to repent, to come to the knowledge of the true God. To him that is above all, through all, and in us all, the Father of glory. Ephesians 4. That mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. Colossians 2, verse 1 through 9. Without a, without a doubt, it is a mystery. He said down to the full assurance of the understanding of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. That's not three, friend. That is God, which is Christ which is that mystery of the Father, which is Him, Jesus Christ. For in Him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Colossians 2, 9. 
But you have to look at that. It says, in him or head. Why did God hide it? Because only those of a pure heart are going to see it. The friend, if you love God, and if it's stirring you up, and maybe you're in a Trinity church like I was, and you hear it and, it, and it's upsetting to your spirit, it convicts you. Seek it out. And when you get down and pray and say, God, I want to know the true God and eternal life. Jesus, I know you're it, but I need to know you. I need to know your attributes. I need to know your glory. When you do that, you will find that Jesus is all. He is the Christ. Who is that Christ? 1 Peter 1, verse 10, 11 says, Peter, talking, who had the revelation of that rock to begin with in Matthew 16? He spoke expressly right there. Jesus asked the question, who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And that's the reason why the revelation of Jesus in Revelation 1 and Revelation 19 and the armies of heaven talking about the Son of Man. He is the Word of God. Revelation 19, 13. On his vesture, dipped in blood, his name is called the Word of God. That's the Spirit of God. That's the reason he said it's the Son of Man. John 3, 13. No man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven even the Son of Man, which is in heaven. And that Son of Man, we see in Daniel 7, 13, the Ancient of Days. Who is that? That's Jesus. Seated upon the throne. There's only one throne in heaven. Not three. There's only one. Somebody said, well, so-and-so said there's three. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's deceiving spirits in the last days. Seducing spirits, doctrines of devils. And right now, God... Uh, is a clarion call going through the land in judgment. Famine, pestilence, sword, and noisome beast to return to the one God. Come and let us return to the Lord, Hosea 6.1. Why? Because he hath torn, not the devil, God himself has torn, and he will heal us. He has smitten. He will bind us up. After the second day, he will revive us. In the third day, he will raise us up. We're in the third day now. 2020. And we will live in his sight. If we follow on to know the Lord, this is knowledge whereby we are saved. His going forth is prepared as the morning. He will come to us as a rain, former and latter, rain in the first month. The former rain, Acts of second chapter. The latter rain will be far, far higher in glory. It'll be to the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ, the body of Christ, coming to the full measure of the fullness of Christ. Who is that Christ? In Matthew 16, when Jesus asked, who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Well, some say you're John the Baptist. Some say you're Elias, Elijah, Jeremiah, one of the other prophets. But who do you say I am? Peter said, thou art the Christ. That Christ is the revelation. It is the rock. It's the foundation of the church. And so subtly, the devil has removed it, just middle moved a little over in his subtlety to make it seem right to a man that there's a second person 
of the Godhead that the Father sent his Son to die, and the Son died, and the Father was weeping in heaven. And no, 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 no. No scripture for it at all. Because in Isaiah 9, 5, there's a, to us a, a child is born, and to us a son is given. The government shall rest upon his shoulder. Who is this child? Who is this son? And his name shall be called. Wonderful. A title used only of God. Capital W. Wonderful. Full of wonder. Counselor. The mighty God. Not the everlasting son. The everlasting father. The everlasting father revealed in a body of flesh and blood. Because Jesus as the son of God said the things concerning me have an end. Speaking of the days of his flesh. There's no end to God. Therefore, Jesus is the everlasting Father. Isaiah 9, 6. The Prince of Peace. And he is the Emmanuel, God with us. Not Son of God with us. God with us. To those that have an ear, he's calling out now. To those that have an ear, that's the reason why we're seeing famine, pestilence, sword, noisome beast, Ebola, HIV, coronavirus, COVID-19. And there's going to be more. Evil men and seducers waxing worse and worse. Coming against civil government. Hating the police force. Hating the civil government of man. And we're seeing it more and more every day. Just as the Lord said it would. Seas will be the beginning of sorrows, birth pains. Who will hear for the time to come? Oh, that they were wise, that they would consider or understand their latter end. To the law. That's the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And to the testimony. That's the testimony of Jesus. If any speak not according to this word, it is because there's no light in them. The clearing call of God in the trumpet now is to replace that so-called word of God in the various churches of the cornet. A flute, a harp, a sackbow, a psaltery, a dulcimer. It gets to the place, it's no clarion trumpet call. It's a... And it just literally charms the snakes. And an unbeliever can sit in church and never feel the convicting power of God. Because there is none. The word of God's the blood. It's in the name Jesus as often as you do. Preach this man's name. You do intend to bring his blood upon us. This blood in the New Testament given for you is only one, not a trinity. And because we've removed that rock, God in the last days is going to do a work, a strange work, bring to pass his act. His strange act, don't mock at it. For I've heard of the Lord of hosts, a consumption, a consuming fire upon all the inhabitants of the earth. Oh, earth, 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 hear ye the word of the Lord. In Hebrews 12, he talked about it. Paul said, now look, in the days when uh, Moses, they came to Mount Sinai, it was only an 11-day journey from Sinai to cross there to be at Kadesh Barnea to cross the Jordan River. It had been in their Pentecostal season, but they disobeyed. They murmured. They did not give him the glory. It was not mixed with faith, those that were baptized unto Moses. And because of that, while Moses was up on 
the Mount Sinai. He broke the tables of stone. 3,000 men died. And they wandered around the wilderness 40 years. What it should have been an 11-day journey from Sinai to Kadesh Barnea across the Jordan River turned out to be 40 years. And we are in the same place now. That he said, remember my servant Moses, behold, I send you Elijah before the great and terrible day of the Lord come. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, children to the fathers. But if we don't, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. We're doing our part. We're lifting up, spare not, show my people their sin. There's no such thing as a Trinity God. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost is not in the Word of God. There's a God the Father, the Son of God, which is the Father revealed in a body of flesh and blood, and the Holy Ghost, which is the Spirit, Jesus Himself. That's the reason Jesus said while He was in the days of His flesh. I'll pray the Father send you another comforter, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth Him not, neither knoweth Him. But you know Him, for He dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Next verse. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Jesus goes back to his former glory. He put off that glory, made himself of no reputation, become a man. He did not cease and desist from being God. Philippians 2, 6-8. He made himself of no reputation, but he was in the form of God. He is that spirit. But for our sakes, he made himself of no reputation. Philippians 2, 6. He took upon him another form. Form is the eternal state. Morpha. He took upon him the form of a servant. Made in the likeness of men. Spirit, made of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant. Made in the likeness of men, being found in fashion as a man, humbled himself to the death of death of the cross, wherefore God hath highly exalted him, given him a name above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that he is the Lord. The Lord Jehovah God Almighty. To the glory of the Father. Not to the glory of the Son. We move the foundation. We move that rock to an anti-rock. An anti-Christ. In Matthew 16, when Jesus asked the question, Who do men say that the Son of Man to him? Some say... You're John the Baptist. You're Isaiah, Jeremiah, one of the other prophets. But who do you say I am? Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Notice that Jesus said, Simon Bar-Jonah, called him by his earthly name. Flesh and blood have not revealed this unto thee, but my Father, which is in heaven. Somebody said, well, if Jesus is the Father, why don't he say, my Father, which is in heaven? Well, let me ask you a question. John 3.13, no man sent it up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven is the Son of Man which is in heaven. How can Jesus still be in heaven when he's walked, sitting right there in John 3.13 in shoe leather, talking to his disciples? Because he is the Father. He is that Spirit. And there's not a Spirit Junior. There's not a God Junior. There's only one. Simon Bar-Jonah, flesh and blood hath not revealed this unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And my Father are one. We're one in the self-same spirit. He's the image of the invisible God. You want to see the Father? Jesus said, look at me. That's what he said. In John 14, he said, I go to prepare a place for you. Where I am, there you may be also. Whether I go, you know, in the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest. Where's he going? I'm going back to where I was before. 
just like Son of Man told Pilate. What and if you shall see the Son of Man ascend back up to heaven where he was before? Well, that Son of Man, Jesus, that Spirit of God, that one Spirit manifests in flesh, that Son of Man, that Jesus there revealing to his disciples after his resurrection, he opened their understanding in the Psalms and in the prophets and in the law and revealed that all the book, the law, the prophets, and the Psalms spoke of him, him alone, Jesus only. He opened their understanding. We've had our understanding crippled with something in lieu of it. Moved it over a little bit. Somebody said, will it affect us? Yes. So it's so important. God is using and will use judgments. And when judgments in this land, men will learn righteousness. He came from God, went back to God. He is God, manifest in the earth. Not God Jr., not the second person of the Godhead. Therefore, he said, Simon Barjona, flesh and blood, not reveal this unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. The Christ... You are the Christ. You are that, that Hamashiach. You are the Messiah. You are that God that is to come into the world. The Savior of the world. The Redeemer. Right there he said, Thou art Peter. Upon this rock I will build my church. So what does the devil do? He moves that rock over a little bit that that rock becomes uh, a different rock. And by doing that, has pulled us off so subtly off the foundation rock, that is Christ. And for that reason, God will judge this world in righteousness, his righteous judgments, to reveal one thing, who he is. Not to destroy mankind, but to reveal his glory, to reveal his name, to reveal his essence, his glory. And that is that he alone is God. He is the Lord Jehovah God Almighty. We'll see that in the treasures of God. The treasure. Is this not sealed up among my treasures, saith the Lord? Deuteronomy 32. For the Lord will judge his people and repent himself of the evil, the tribulation, the trouble. When he sees their power is gone. Not Holy Ghost power. Their power come to the end of themselves, entering to the rest of God, ceasing from their own labors. And there's none shut up or left. For one reason, see now that I am he, I am God alone. And beside me, there is no other God. There's no God sitting beside the, Jesus, sitting beside the throne. That dexios, that right hand of God means exaltation. Not literally standing there and sitting at another throne beside another throne. It's only one throne in heaven. Throne of God and of the Lamb, which is God Almighty, one. So therefore, the Lord will do a work there. But we have to have the revelation of Christ. To be, have the seal. Have the seal of the living God is Christ. There's no other seal in what is what is that? And that is, you have set to your seal that God is true. 
What is that? You believe in the name of the Son of God. What is that name? Jehovah's salvation. Jesus. Not Jehovah Junior salvation. Jehovah's salvation. And that is what God is doing now. With, somebody said, well, what is coronavirus? It's a pestilence. He said it would come. Evil men and seducers will wax worse and worse. We're seeing more ungodliness in the land than ever before. We're finding the Romans 1 out there predominant in the land and proud of it. That not only have pleasure in this thing, that, that do them, that, 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 that shameful things, but have pleasure in those, those, those things that they do. Whose damnation is just. I didn't write it, friend. God did. Now, we, as a body of Christ, and we love God. There's many that sat in the churches as I was, in a Trinity church, and found I was called to preaching as I searched the word. I'm thinking, wait a minute, we've been lied to. The doctrines of dogmas and the catechisms we've been told is totally false, is wrong. We have not given him the glory of the only true God in eternal life, Jesus the Father revealed in a body of flesh and blood. And that's the reason why more judgments are manifest and going to be manifest in the world. Even men and seducers. These evil men and seducers will wax worse and worse. And they'll deliver you up to, out of synagogues. And the day will come that whosoever killeth you will think that it had got a service. Whoever kills you will think that it had got a service. Yes, Why? This they will do unto you because they have not known the Father. They don't know that Jesus is the Father and have not known me. When uh, he said, Thou art Peter, upon this rock I'll build my church, Matthew 16. It's built upon the revelation of Christ. And that has been moved with lies and deceit, with an anti-something in lieu of. It's seducing. Oh, it's a neon cross that shines so bright, so lovely so mammon of the world but it's false it's not a true Christ Peter thou art Peter upon this rock that revelation I've given you of me Christ the Lord Jehovah God Almighty upon this rock I'll build my church the gates of hell shall not prevail against it I'll give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven whatsoever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven you loose upon earth will be loosed in heaven that's the reason we find Peter again in 1 Peter 1, verse 10 and 11, emphasizing again that truth. He said that the Old Testament, 1 Peter 1, verse 10 and 11, said the Old Testament prophets searched diligently into the grace that should come unto you, to us, to the body of Christ. Searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ. That's a capital S. God Almighty. Christ is that Spirit. Christ is the Father. Christ is the Word. Christ is the Spirit of God. Christ is the Holy Ghost. Christ is uh, Elohim, Lord Jehovah. He is the Yahweh. He is Jehovah. He is God. He is the Tetragrammaton. He is the Yodah He is God. And there's not another. That spirit that was in the Old Testament prophets, Samuel, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, 14, minor prophets, all the way to Malachi, prophesied by 
the spirit of Christ. Christ is that spirit that was in them. Anointed king, priest, and prophet by all, and the Holy Ghost would come upon them. But what did they prophesy? When they testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. That's the reason why the golden girdle of one like the Son of Man in Revelation 1 about the paps is a golden girdle. It's the glory. Not an ephod anymore. Not not the four rows and three stones in each of the uh, four rows of the 12 tribes. But we're talking about a glory there for those that have entered into and become one with the Son of Man. As many as been baptized in the Christ has put on Christ. That's the message for this hour. There's no other sealing. When God says, seal my people by my word, who's the word? Christ is the word. Jesus is the word. He is the seal. Now there's different levels of sealing. We realize that. We'll get into that. But the predominant sure seal and that testimony of Jesus, that spirit of prophecy is Christ. There is none other. And without that revelation of Christ, my friend, there will be no sealing. And God will have us through these judgments seek unto him that has torn and he will heal us. He's smitten. He will bind us up. At the second day, he will revive us. If we turn unto him, if we follow on to know him, he is going forth as prepared as the morning. Jesus, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Whenever we see 1 Peter 1, verse 10 and 11, Peter tells us again that Christ is not only the Spirit of God, but he is the man that had the Spirit of God without measure. For God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. Even though he's emptied out of glory, made of no reputation, Philippians 2, 6, to become a man. It's God himself that's done it. 1 John 3, 16, hereby perceive you the love of God because he laid down his life for us. God did. Therefore, we ought to lay down our lives for our brethren. The revelation now is turning back to God to those that have an ear to hear. The most dominant, essential, for salvation, revelation is the knowledge of the Son of God, that he is the Father revealed. In John 14, Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Well, I can't say that. Neither can you as a believer. He said, in my Father's house, a many mansions, when I so, I would have told you, I've got to prepare a place for you. Where I am, there you may be also. Whether I go, you know, in the way, you know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest. How can we know the way? Well, what is righteousness? He came from the Father. He's going back to the Father. The Father came to the world and took upon himself the form of a servant. Then uh, fulfilled the law in his own body of flesh and blood. Died on a cross, was buried, rose again, and went back, glorified with the Father's own self. Back to his former glory. All power in heaven and earth given unto him. Matthew 28, 18. Acts 2.36, the house of Israel know assuredly that same Jesus whom you crucified, that man, God hath made him both Lord. There's only one Lord. Lord Jehovah, God Almighty, and Christ, the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God. 
Acts 2.36. Who is he? Who is this Jesus? Jesus Christ. 1 Timothy 6.15 and 16. He is the blessed and only potentate, the omnipotent, almighty, who only hath immortality, dwelling in the light which no man can approach and do, nor see, nor can see. Neighbor, the thing that we're doing thou with all of our being is to bring the true gospel of Jesus to you, that you may know him and the power of his resurrection. Him alone, he alone is God. He alone is the father of glory. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. And whether I am there, you may be also, John 14. Whether I go, you know, in the way you know, that's righteousness. He is the Father, came to the world, revealing the Father, manifest in flesh as the Son of God. Son of God is the Father revealed. He is the image of the invisible God, the express image of his singular person. Hebrews 1, verse 1 through 3. And as he is in this earth, there that is righteousness, revealing his glory. He's revealing the truth, the way, the spirit of truth. That's Jesus. Now there's questions. Well, if he is God, when he is the Father, why did he pray the Father? Because he made himself of no reputation to become that man, emptied out of glory, to fulfill it as a man, then went back to where he was before. That's Philippians 2, 6 through 8. That's Isaiah 43, 10. Thus saith the Lord, Jehovah God Almighty, and my servant, whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand. Understand it. He wants you to understand it. That I am he. I am that servant. I am that man. Before me, there was no God formed. God formed himself a body of flesh and blood. Neither shall be after me. There's only one and one only. Manifest God, Jesus Christ. When you see that, then you're in righteousness. Not the righteousness of the law not of your own works of righteousness, but the righteousness of God by faith in the revelation of Christ that he is God. Those that come to God must believe that he is and a reward of them that diligently seek him, not them, him. Therefore, the rock, that rock that was revealed in Matthew 16 to Peter, that Christ, the Son of the living God, which is the Father revealed in the body of flesh and blood. Notice in John 14, as John is giving that account, Thomas said, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? Well, righteousness is, he came from God, he proceeded from the Father, went back to the Father. If you have water proceeding from a waterfall into a river, the same water up there at the waterfall is the same water in the river. He proceeded from the Father. Not a different spirit, the same exact spirit revealed in the world in a body of flesh. The first time in a permanent tabernacle, a permanent revelation, a permanent manifestation of the Father. Full of grace and truth. The only begotten God. The only begotten Son. The only begotten means it's only one unique, one of a kind. He is it. There'll never be another. Before me, there was no God for him, neither shall be after me, Isaiah 43, 10 through 14. 
See now that I am God beside me, there is no other savior. I'm the Lord, thy redeemer, the Holy one of Israel. The devils know it. We know thee who thou art, Jesus. You're the Holy one of Israel. No Holy Trinity, not in the word of God, never has been, never will be. Somebody said, well, I believe. No, what you believe there doesn't make any difference. I believe, I can believe I'm headed to Los Angeles, going west. But if I'm heading east and I wind up on Interstate 10 in Florida, then I have been deceived. Well, the map told me, my pastor told me, my denomination told me, and these are good men. I'm not saying they're not good men. Perfect spotless, many there in own their own ways in righteousness, but we're not saved by our own righteousness, our own works that are good. We're saved by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and that alone is what saves you. And that is the revelation of Jesus Christ that He alone is God. And Thomas said, Lord, we know not where thou goest. How can we know the way? Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh through the Father but by me. I'm the Father revealed. And if you're going to get to him, you've got to be bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, because I am the God revealed in that flesh to carry you back to where I am. And when you see that, you'll see the love of God. How much God himself loved you. Philip says unto him, John 14 again, Lord, show us the Father, and that suffices us. That'll be sufficient. Just show us the Father. Still didn't get it. Like many people today just don't get it. But you will. If you have a heart for God, you will. Show us the Father, and that'll be sufficient. Jesus said, Have I been so long time with you? And hast thou not known me, Philip? What? Call him Lord. Show us the Father. He thought it was a Lord Junior. Have I been so long time with you? And hast thou not known me, Philip? Me, the man. God manifests in the flesh. 1 Timothy 3.16. The blessed and only potentate. 1 Timothy 6.15-16. The only Lord God. Acts 2.36. All power to him. Matthew 28.18. And on and on. Have I been so long time with you? And yet hast thou not known me, believer? He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Believe me that I am in my Father, and my Father in me. Somebody said, well, just because God's in me, that didn't mean. The words that I speak are not mine. Whoa, wait a minute. Not yours. Well, who are they? Who, the, the words that you're speaking, Jesus, who do they belong to? The words that I speak are not mine. The Father that dwelleth in me houses permanently in me. He's the one doing the works. What's the works? The works confirming the word. The word made flesh confirms that word. Jesus said, if I have not done these works that no other man did, they had not, a cl- they had cloak for their sin. But now they have no cloak for their sin. If I were the finger of God, not the finger of the Son of God. If I were the finger of God, cast out devils. Know ye the kingdom of God's come nigh unto you. You're looking at it. 
The words that I speak are not mine. The Father that dwelleth in me houses permanently in me, never ever to leave a permanent abode, a permanent tabernacle, a permanent dwelling dwelleth in me. He's the one doing the works. What works? He healed and sick, cleansed the leper, raised the dead, cast out devils, opening blind eyes, loose the dumb tongue, the lame walk, and captive going free. Blessed is he whomsoever is not offended in me. If you're not offended in that, you're blessed. Well, there's huge denominations. You tell me they're wrong? I'm saying the word of God is right. And every denomination and every bishop, apostle, prophet that speaks anything any different that that man alone is God is an antichrist. By the word of God, 1 John 2.22, John said it. The apostle, John the Revelator said, Who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. That is the father of glory and revealed in the Son. The invisible spirit revealed in all power. Who is a liar? But he denied that Jesus is the Christ. He is the Antichrist. That's what John said. I didn't say it. John, the revelator, said it. John the apostle. He had denied both the Father. You see where we moved that rock? That rock is Christ. We moved it. We've got a rock junior. We've got a second person of the Godhead. We've got those three unclean spirits like frogs, Revelation 16, 13. They're spirits of devils working miracles. It's seducing spirits. That said would come. 1 Timothy 4, 1. The Spirit speaketh expressing the latter day. Some shall depart from the faith, given heed to these seducing spirits. Paul said immediately after my departure, these seducing spirits will come in, not sparing the flock. Grievous wolves. The little foxes destroy the vine. Taken away from the revelation of Jesus. So what's the revelation of Jesus? He's going to set it back on track. Somebody said, well, I don't like to read the book of Revelation. There's all kinds of judgment in there. Yes, because when judgment's in the earth, men will learn righteousness. That he came from God, proceeded from the Father, went back to the Father, and there's not another. He alone is God. That is the revelation of Jesus Christ. It's a Sheba, it's a seven. And he's sealing his people now that have the truth of Christ. He healed the sick, cleansed the leper, raised the dead, cast out devils open, blind eyes, loose the dumb tongue. The lame walking the captive went free. He said, blessed is he. Just like blessed is he that readeth the words of the book of this prophecy. Revelation 1. Why is it Blessed. Because you believe and keep the things that are written in. What? That he is God Almighty. Revelation 1.8. The Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. Which is, was, and is to come. The Almighty. Not the Almighty Junior. The Almighty God. So God's doing a work. A work in judgment. He said he would. Paul said he would. Hebrews 12th chapter. He said, listen. My Sinai smoked with fire back then. And whosoever touched the mountain was thrust through with the dark. Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. God descended upon the Mount Sinai and it smoked and burned with fire. But God said, yeah, I shook the earth in. But way yet the Lord hath promised yet once more. You want some prophecy? Here's a more sure word of prophecy. It's not somebody prophesying, thus saith the Lord. That's a word of God. 
the Lord hath promised. Yet once more, I shake not only the earth, like I did there at Mount Sinai with Moses and the children of Israel, but I shake also heaven, that all that can be shaken may be removed as of things that are made, that are made, yeah, man-made. We've made this. we made doctrines. we made a second person of the Godhead. We've made these seducing lies through these spirits that seemed right to a man, but then they're of the ways of death. Somebody said, well, I'm, I'm, I just, I've, I've confessed the Lord Jesus. No, you confessed Jesus, but you didn't confess the Lord. The Lord's the Lord Jehovah God Almighty, the Lord God, the Father of glory. There's only one Lord. That Lord is Jesus. You got to confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus. You got to believe in thine heart, not with your mind. You got to believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead. God raised him from the dead. Yes, Jesus said, John 2, destroy this temple in three days. I will raise it up. No man can raise up his own body unless he be God. They said 40 and 6 years were they in building this temple and you're going to raise it up in three days. Jesus said he spake of the temple of his body. His body is God manifest in the flesh. Isaiah 43.10 Before me there was no God formed. He formed himself a body of flesh and blood. Why? Well, Isaiah 59, Isaiah 63.5 He had to have a man. Why do you have to have a man? Well, because by one man's disobedience, sin came to the world, and death by sin. Therefore, by one man shall my servant make many righteous. We can't make ourselves righteous. That's righteousness, which is of God, which is by faith that God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Then, then what is it? How do we obtain this? God had literally said he formed himself. No God formed before him, neither shall be after him. That's the servant. Isaiah 43.10, that you may know and believe that I am he. Not what your denomination said. What the word of God says. And then he goes on and says, beside me there is no other God. There's none beside me, around me. Jesus is it. Never been another. Never will be another. Before Abraham was, I am. He rejoiced to see my day and he saw it. We had that one stayed back with Abraham, destroying uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, bringing Lot out. That was the Lord. Capital L, capital O, capital R, capital E. And uh, he had to form himself a body. You'll find that in Isaiah 59. You'll find that in Isaiah 635. He had to have a man because by one man's disobedience, sin came to the world and death by sin. Romans 5. Therefore, by one man shall my servant make many righteous. Who's a servant? There's a man. A man lost it. Only a man can redeem us back. God is spirit. He can't die. Can't be tempted. And no man say when he's tempted, he's tempted of God. God tempted no man, for every man's tempted was drawn away his own lust. Lust conceived, bring forth sin. Sin conceived, bring forth death. But yet, he's going to be tempted. He's going to be tried. So God looked for a man. He was uh, amazed he could find none. Because all was shaping in iniquity, conceived in sin, shaping in iniquity. All that sin comes short of the glory of God, none good, no, not one. Therefore, God had to have a man. How did he do it? Well, Isaiah 59, Isaiah 6, 3, 5 tells you. 
I looked for a man. And I wondered, I was amazed that I find none. Therefore, mine own arm brought salvation unto me. God made his own body of flesh to work salvation for himself. How did he do it? Philippians 2, 6, even God, Jesus being in the form of God's spirit, made himself of no reputation. That's God himself. Not the son of God. The son of God is the word made flesh. The Son of God is the Father, the Spirit, revealed in a body of flesh and blood. 1 Timothy 3.16. Colossians 2.9. All the fullness of Godhead dwelleth, houses permanently, in that Christ Jesus bodily, one body. Now, with that said, he had to have a man. Well, it says... There that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. How does he do it? God makes himself. He's in the form of spirit. He makes himself of no reputation. He's God. He makes himself of no reputation. He takes upon him the form of a servant. Now, he's still God. Form is, is eternal. Morpha, form. He's in the form of God. He's always been God. Always will be God. But he makes himself of no reputation. He's God. He makes himself of no reputation. Why? Because he's not going to work his spirit. He's going to work as a man. He takes upon him the form of a servant. That form's eternal. That servant is made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, who? God, in found in fashion as a man, humbles himself to the death, the death of the cross. There you have God making himself of no reputation to work as a man to fulfill his own law. Well, the man has to fulfill that law exactly to the letter. The law says a high priest doesn't take his office until age 30. Jesus cannot begin his ministry until age 30. Why? Because he cannot break that law. So Jesus, being about the age of 30, goes to John the Baptist there to be baptized of him. He fulfills the law as a man. Why? Well, what the law could not do in that it was weak in the flesh. God sending his son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. How did he send it? He sent a flesh and blood man down from heaven? No. There was the word made flesh. The word came to Mary through the angel Gabriel. Said, now look, you're going to have a son. And he will be called the son of the highest. And he will save his people from their sin. She said, how can this be so? Seeing that I know not a man. Well, it's not, was not disbelief or no faith. She simply asked a pertinent question. How can this be? He said, the most high shall overshadow you. And that holy thing that is born of thee will be of the Holy Ghost. Therefore, that when she said, be it unto thine handmaid, according to thy word, that's the word of the Lord. Immediately, she becomes pregnant. By the word. Not by a man, by the word. And that word was made flesh. That word didn't transmute into flesh and flesh transmute into spirit. And we find in Hebrews 2 that he's going to be 
one like us. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise, God Almighty, took upon him the form of a servant. That in all things he was made like unto us. Hebrews 4.15 said he was tempted in all points. The man Christ Jesus tempted in all points like as we are, yet without sin. And that temptation was real. He was a man just like you and just like me. He wasn't working as a God man. He's working as a man. A man lost it. Only a man can redeem us back. That is Romans 5. He's showing us how to walk in his way, the truth, and the life through and by his spirit that he had in the days of his flesh being, somebody said he was filled with the Holy Ghost. Jesus wasn't filled with the Holy Ghost. He is the Holy Ghost. But if the Holy Ghost had made himself, the spirit made himself of no reputation. He's not working the spirit. He's working as a man. Therefore, he makes himself of no reputation because he's only going to work as a man, fulfill his own law, and as he is fulfilling the law, then the Spirit can break through as he crucifies his own flesh with the affections of the lust, showing us how we, if we crucify our flesh with the affections of the lust, can work also through that Spirit of God uh, also, just as he did in the days of his flesh. And then the time will come when he's been tempted at all points like as we are yet without sin, that he will have the opportunity to be a free will sacrifice. No man taketh my life from me, Jesus said. I have power. I lay it down in myself freely. It's a free will offer. I have power to lay it down. I have power to receive it again. This I've received of my Father. Well, he knew. Just like he said in John 2, destroy this temple in three days, I will raise it up. Who's the I? God Almighty. He knows who he is. Therefore, Jesus dying on the cross, notice that when he's in Gethsemane, the wine press, the oil press, he said, Father, John 17, 5, glorify me with thine own self with the glory I had with you before the world was, before I made myself of no reputation, before I literally put a self-imposed limitation upon myself to work only as a man. I want it all back. Jesus is dying on the cross. His seven last sayings of Jesus. As he's dying, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. The spirit of that man went to back to the spirit that he is as a father, working salvation in and of himself alone. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, 19, God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself. There, as Jesus died on the cross, we know that that uh, uh, there's great earthquake, the veil rent in the temple from top to bottom, 30 foot high, 3 foot wide in Herod's temple, showing us the way into the holies had not been made uh, before. Now the way into the holies of all is now made, made, made manifest, Jesus himself, through the, that is through the veil, that is to say his flesh, Hebrews 10. Now what happens? He says in Ephesians 1, he took the ordinances of that cross. You'll find it in Colossians. You'll find it also in uh, Ephesians 1, Ephesians 2. He took the ordinances of that cross that were contrary to us. And he took the ordinances of that law and nailed it to his cross. Why? 
thereby breaking down the middle wall, that wall of partition between God and all mankind, thereby making peace, and of the twain, God and all mankind, making one new man. Who is that man? God Jr.? No. God himself. And we find that in 1 Corinthians 15, 45. The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The second Adam was made a quickening spirit. Not a spiritual man, spirit. Somebody says he has a body? Yes. You're it now. You're bone of his bone, flesh of his flesh. You are the body of the Christ. Because he came down in the days of his flesh and did it, now we are the body of the Christ. And he's gave gifts unto us that he could bring many sons into glory. For whom he did foreknow, them he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren, to bring many sons, to bring many sons unto glory. This is a mystery of God's will from the foundation of the world. Ephesians 1, to bring all things together in one in Christ Jesus to the glory of the Father. To the praise of his glory, not ours, his. Now you're getting the real rock. You're getting the real revelation of Christ. That Christ is God. He is the Father. The Father is the Son because the Son is a redemptive office because that Father is an invisible spirit. The Son is the Father revealed in a body of flesh and blood, a separate office, a separate function, for us, it's a separate office. It's like the Father's administrative office of that one spirit. The Word is the expression office of that same spirit. It reveals His thought, plan, purpose, and will. The Holy Ghost is the power office of that same spirit. The Son of God is the redemption office of that same spirit. Not a spirit junior, same spirit. Son of Man is the kingdom office of that same spirit. One spirit. When you get that, you're getting on the real revelation of Christ. Just as Peter said it, who had the keys to the kingdom. Matthew 16, he said it again in 1 Peter 1, verse 10 and 11. That spirit of Christ and the sufferings of Christ, one and the same. Not Christ Jr., Christ is Christ. Christ the man is Christ God Almighty. And that's what Jesus was saying in John 14. Take a look at John 8. They came to Jesus, John 8, 13. The Pharisees came to Jesus and said, Jesus, you bear a record of yourself. Your record's not true. They didn't believe it. His own brethren didn't believe it. And Jesus said, though I bear a record of myself, my record is true. What's that record? There's three that bear a record in heaven, the Father, Word, and the Holy Ghost. These three are one, one in the self-same spirit, 1 John 5, 7. Well, They've said, you bear record to yourself, Jesus. Your record's not true because you're only one man. They didn't know that he's a father. They made the mistake that we make in every denomination today, just about. Now, there are few because when Jesus said, shall he find faith when he comes to the earth? When the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? Right now, there'll be some, but there'll be more if we have that are in the ones that have been duped into this Trinity religion will come out into the true revelation of Jesus. He will then find the faith that was once delivered to the saints. He will believe they believed in one God. 
and Jesus only doctrine. They didn't believe in no Trinity. That came into being in 325 AD. And somebody said, no, I disagree. Well, disagree all you want to, but that's what the word says. I'm talking to those in the spirit of wisdom. And that, my friend, is what God is doing with his judgments. Because when judgments are in the earth, men will learn that righteousness. He is God manifest in the flesh. That's righteousness. And you'll find in John 16, he says, the time will come that you will ask in my name. And I say not, I'll pray the Father for you. Well, I thought we had that man Christ Jesus. He's the intercessor. No, because all, all that's been given has been given unto me, Jesus said. I say not, I'll pray the Father for you. For the Father loveth me and has given all things to me. All power in heaven and earth. There man is God. And that's what he's saying in John 16. That's righteousness. So in John 8, 13, when those Pharisees came to Jesus and said, you bear record of yourself, your record's not true. They look at him, you're just a man. That's all you are. You're not the father of glory. You're not God. You're just a man. You bear record of yourself. Your record is not true. Jesus said, though I bear record of myself, my record is true because I'm not alone. It's written in your law. I am the father that, that sent me. He's with me. He said, it's written in your law. I'm talking about your law. The one that you say that you serve God with. It's written in your law, the testimony. He goes from record to testimony. The testimony of two men is true. They're only seeing one. They only realize uh, that what they can see in the flesh. They do not know that he is that spirit. And Jesus said, it's written in your law, the testimony of two men is true. This is John 8, 13 on through 27. The testimony of two men is true. I'm one that bears witness of myself. Now he goes to witness. You got to have two. And my father that sent me, he beareth witness of me. There's your other man. What man? No man is sent up to heaven. He that came down to heaven, even the son of man, which is in heaven. John three thirteen. The Lord's that man. Spirit. They said, where is your father? They still don't get it. Just like much of the church world today, their eyes are blinded. And if this gospel is hid, it's hid to them that are lost. Now, friend, uh, we'll say this in love. The Lord is the Lord's doing his work, not to destroy the earth, the people of the earth, but to have them return to him, returning to me. Return to the Lord your God, for the Lord's torn. He'll heal us. He's smitten. He'll bind us up. Hosea 6, 1 through 4. That's what he's doing right now. Famine, pestilence, sword, noisome beast. We're going to find evil men and seduces, waxing worse and worse, just as he said. And there, Jesus, they ask him point blank, where is your father? Jesus said, if you'd have known me, you don't know God. If you'd have known me, the true Jesus Christ, you would have known the Father. I'm from, you're from beneath. I'm from above. You're of this world. I'm not of this world. What? They're just seeing a man of flesh and blood standing there. They don't understand that he has the Spirit of God without measure. He's always at it from the womb, not the tomb. He was there born, the Son of God, Emmanuel, God with us. Even though he's made of no reputation, he's God. He's just not going to work as God to fulfill the law as his, as his own body of flesh and blood. 
for us, for our sakes, not for his. He's always been God. So they, Jesus said, more we speak these words on the treasure, no man laid hands on him because his hour was not yet come. Moreover, Jesus said, I go my way. And whether I go, you cannot come. Where's he going? Well, righteousness is, he's God. He came into the world manifest in a body of flesh and blood. God manifest in the flesh, 1 Timothy 3, 16. But he's going to die, be buried, and rise again. Death, burial, and resurrection. Then he's going back to the glory, being glorified with God's own self, John 17, 5. Back to the glory that he had before, before he made himself of no reputation. Son of man of sending back up to where he was before, just as he told Pilate. And he said, whether I go, you cannot come. The Pharisees thought, what? Will he kill himself? Because he said, whether I go, you cannot come. Certainly he's talking about killing himself. Watch what Jesus said in John 8, 24. The question, where is your father? Jesus said, except you believe that I am he, you shall die in your sins. That he is the father. John 8, 27, three verses later. This they understood not, that he spake to them of the Father, capital F. They still don't understand it today, where the God of this world has blinded their eyes. You, neighbor, have a, an opportunity to come into the true one God, Jesus' only revelation, that the man is God. Always has been God. Always will be God. He's not a man that was filled with the Holy Ghost. He is the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God that took on the form of a man and for us, and it went back to his former glory. There's a world, an eternity difference in that revelation. He said, we're going to stone you, Jesus. He said, for what good work you stone me? He said, for a good work we stone you not. He said, daily, I was in the Son of God teaching you. For what good work do you stone me? They said, for a good work we stone you not, but thou being a man, makest thyself God. For that reason, we stone you. And they'll try to stone you today because of the real revelation of Jesus. He said in there in John 16, these things they'll do unto you, that whosoever killeth you will think that he did God a service. For what reason? Because they have not known the Father nor me. Jesus is the Father revealed. And he said, that's the reason they'll stone you. They'll kill you. Think they did God a service. That there, Jesus, in John 8, declared who he is. Now, if you'll bear with me, and I'm closing for you. If you have questions, please give us a call. You can drop us a line at sealinggodspeople.org or dennisbeard.org. We'd love to hear from you. But if you'll look at Revelation 15, this is before the wrath of God is poured out. This is where we're seeing that the Lord God working judgments in the earth. And he speaks of Moses, the song of Moses. The song of Moses uh, began in Exodus 15 after they crossed the Red Sea. Miriam led them in a song of Moses. It's a victorious song coming out of Egypt and Exodus. But then it's a bookend. It went all the way through the wilderness then to Kadesh Barnea, exactly 40 years to the day of that Passover, of the setting aside of the Passover on the 10th of Abib or Nisan, 
they found themselves in Kadesh Barney exactly 40 years later. Now, they're going to wait three days to go over Jordan because just as Jesus was kept up four days uh, there uh, to be examined of the perfect spotless blameless lamb before uh, Pilate Caveus and Herod, so uh, they and the Passover lamb and uh, you find Leviticus uh, 23 is going to be doing the same. And they're going over the Jordan River. Well, we find that that Song of Moses started at the Red Sea after they crossed it and then at the Jordan River. And Moses gives them, in Deuteronomy 32 and 33, the Song of Moses. It's a Shirah which is feminine, that it's been in operation in a progressive glorification, going from glory to glory to glory, from faith to faith, higher and higher, until we come to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, and knowing the height, depth, length, and width of Christ, that he alone is God. With that said, with that said, that's the song of Moses. Then, he says there, the song of the Lamb. The Shurkadash, there, the song of the Lamb is is masculine. It means it's completed, forever done. Completed him and have need of nothing else. But it's through the revelation, giving him the glory that every knee will bow, every tongue confess that he is the Lord Jehovah God Almighty to the glory of the Father. You'll find that judgments in the land before the vile judgments of God are poured out. We see it here. And he said, I saw another sign in heaven. The sign is the sealing. Now, Revelation 7, God's sealing his people now. Because the coming of the Lord is not at hand. The night is far spent. The day of the Lord is at hand. Now the coming, the second advent of the Lord Jesus Christ, when he comes a second time without sin and salvation. Before then, there will be a restoration. A time, times a half, three and a half years, 42 months, 1,203 score days of the Jesus ministry, the work of the ministry. And after that restoration, then the Lord himself will come. And he that endureth to the end, the same shall be saved. And the overcomer that overcomes the devil, the world, and their own flesh, when the, in Revelation 2 and Revelation 3, will go on. And these are the ones that are sealed that will proclaim the everlasting gospel in the last days. It is imperative, essential, that we receive that sealing. You'll see there, there was another sign in heaven that signs of sealing. Great and marvelous seven angels having the seven last plagues. For in them is filled up the wrath of God. Now, so as were a sea of glass mingled with fire. That sea of glass is the knowledge of God. It is the waters above to the waters belief in the sea. That crystal sea are the knowledges of God and the deep calls unto the deep and it answers by the water spouts, which is a whirlwind of water of truth, which is in you. And it says there, and them that had gotten the victory over the beast, and over his image, and over his mark, and over the number of his name, stand on the sea of glass, having the harps of God. Just as Jesus walked upon the sea, talking down here, we walk upon that sea of glass of the knowledges of God. That means we've walked in it. We've believed it. We've obeyed it. Now, that key Z stigma, Jesus Christ is not come of the flesh, is the mark of the beast. To believe that Jesus Christ is come of the flesh and that's how you try the spirits of God, you have to believe that Jesus Christ is the Father of glory. He is that spirit that is come, not has come, is come, present imperfect, present imperfect tense, still coming in the flesh. Still, the Gentiles being saved 
there and those that will turn to God. Now for the elect and the ecclesia, the called out ones, if they will believe in the name of the Son of God and if they will obey his word. Key Z stigma, the mark of the beast, the number of his name, the number of a man is key, Christ, Jesus Christ. Z, written as a snake, 60, is not, rebels against, does not, stigma. And O, Greek in there, meaning flesh. Six, number of man. Jesus Christ is not come in the flesh. That's saying that Jesus Christ is not the Father. He is, Jesus Christ is not the Holy Ghost. He is not that Christ. And that is the mark of the beast. But these have the victory over that. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are thy what works, Lord God mighty. Just and true are thy ways, thy king of saints, only one. What's here? Now we're going to see. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? What name? Jesus, Jehovah's salvation. For thou only art holy, only one. For all nations shall come and worship before you. Not us, only one. That man, Christ Jesus, who is the Father, reveal. For thy judgments are made manifest. When the judgments are in the earth, they're going to learn there's only one king over the whole earth and his name, one, Zechariah 14. What happens right there? We're seeing there that rock. And uh, I'll close now with just reading a few scriptures to you to let you see where the church world, the so-called external church in the world is in denying that Jesus is the Father, the Spirit, the Lord Jehovah, God Almighty, and calling him a junior, a second person of the Godhead, and have failed in error in all their ways, believing, seducing spirits. In Deuteronomy 32, reading from Deuteronomy, second law, and verse 15, but Jeshurun, another Hebrew name for Israel. Thou art waxen fat, just as America today. For thou art grown thick. Thou art covered with fatness. The Lord's blessed you. Then he forsook God, which made him, and highly and lightly, Watch there. He lightly esteemed, esteemed what? The true revelation of Christ. And lightly esteemed the rock, capital R-O-C-K, of his salvation. That rock is Christ, Matthew 16. They provoked him to jealousy. Somebody said, we didn't provoke God to that. We're going to church every Sunday. But you're serving the wrong God. You've got a second person of the Godhead. Somebody said, how dare you? Second person of God, there's no such thing. And God's calling his people out to those that have an ear to hear. And he's doing it with judgment right now in pestilence. And there's going to be plagues. There's going to be more. And it's going to get worse and worse as the coming, coming of our Lord draws nigh. The closer we get, the more these things, these sorrows, these birth, birth pains are going to become more prevalent. And he said they provoked him to jealousy with strange gods. God doesn't know God, Jr. That's a strange God. 
of second person of the Godhead. God, you've taken the glory up from Jesus that he is the father of glory. You've taken that away. And it's a strange God. It's a seducing spirit. You've done it with abominations and you provoked him to anger. They sacrificed unto devils. Oh my God, they sacrificed. They gave of their finances. They gave their lives to it. But he said you did it to devils, not to God. To gods, plural. You got more than one. You've done it to gods. If you got three in a Godhead, you've done it to gods. There's only one God. One Lord, one body, one spirit. You've got three. To gods whom they knew not. To new gods. They came newly up. Came, started coming in 325 A.D. And then they did it again in the Chalcedonian definition, 451 A.D. to the God-man. That the man's not God, but God, God, he's got God in him. That is a seducing spirit. Verse 18, what we're preaching today, of the rock that beget thee, the rock that formed you out of your mother's belly, that capital, R-O-C-K, Christ, which is God, that, that literally beget you, you are unmindful of him and has forgotten God that formed you. And when the Lord saw it, he's looking upon us now. He abhorred them. Somebody said, God, I thought he was happy with us. He abhorred them. He's angry. He's angry with wicked every day. Somebody said, I go to church. How can he be angry with me? Because it's a false God neighbor. That's why. Because of the provoking of his sons. His sons are provoking him. Going after these second person of the Godhead. Not giving him the glory of the father. And it's not only his sons, but the daughters, everybody in the so-called church world. And he said, I will hide my face from them. I will see what their end shall be. They are a very forward, that means perverse generation, children in whom is no faith. That's Jesus said, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. Why is there no faith? Because we don't believe in the true Son of God, the Christ that he is the father revealed in a body of flesh and blood in the days of his flesh and now has gone back glorified with the father's own self set down with the father in his throne revelation 321 to him that overcome with i grant to sit with me in my throne that's to us where did you go jesus even as i overcame and am set not s-i-t not but s-e-t set a settled state of glory even as I overcame and am set, S-E-T, down with my Father in his throne. That throne's all power in heaven and earth, friend. He is that God. They have moved me to jealousy with that which is not God. They have provoked me to anger with their vanities, and I will move them to jealousy with these that are not a people. I will provoke them to anger with a foolish nation, but God's God's got a real church. For a fire is kindled in mine anger and shall burn into the lowest hell and shall consume the earth. Now, this is a consuming fire. The consumption decreed. God said, I will not 
shake earth only, but also heaven. Why? Because our God is a consuming fire. This is consumption decree that will overflow in righteousness. When this is over, all will know him singular from the least to the greatest for the knowledge of the glory of the Lord shall cover the earth but the waters cover the seas. No, for the sake of time come down in verse 29. It says, uh, Oh, this is Deuteronomy 32, 29. Oh, that they were wise. That they understood this, that there's only one God. That they would consider their latter end. Why? Judgment is because you have turned against him as the only Lord God, the Father of glory, manifest in body flesh, the Son of God, the Father revealed, and you've hewed yourself out of other gods. It's another rock. You have to dig deep. The wise man dig deep and found it a rock. You got to dig deep and find that Christ. That's the height, depth, length, and width of Christ. He's God. He's God in heaven. The, that's the height. What's the depth? He became a man. What's the length and the width? He's in us now. That's the height, depth, length, and width of Christ. He's God. Oh, that they were wise, that they understood their latter end. Exclamation mark, God said. How should one chase a thousand? And two, put 10,000 to flight. You know, somebody said, well, I heard that preach that we're putting the devil on the run. No, the so-called church world's on the run. Why? Because their rock had sold them and the Lord had shut them up. Why? Because it's a false rock. You've got a Trinity rock. You've got a two-ness rock. You've got a oneness rock. You don't believe the man is God. And God's doing his judgments that all may know him, singular, that he alone is God and there's not another. For their rock is not our rock. Their rock, little R-O-C-K, small case, is not our rock. That rock is God, capital R-O-C-K. Christ, the rock, is God, capital R-O-C-K. Even our enemies themselves being judges, even the world will know this. For their vine is of the vine of Sodom. Oh my goodness, what a hard thing to say. You're either in the true vine with Christ, he's the vine with the branches, or it is a vine of Sodom and Gomorrah. That's what he's saying. To not know the real Christ, the rock, is to be in Sodom and as Gomorrah. Their fields of Gomorrah, their grapes are grapes of gall. Their clusters are bitter. This is wormwood. Falls into the water and they're made bitter. And all of those that drink of these waters, thinking that the waters of the washing water of the word, drink of these waters that are made bitter shall die. Wormwood. Bought gall. Bitterness. Their wine is a poison of dragons. This is the last deceit of the devil that God is allowing and sending strong delusion. They believe a lie and be damned because they've seen not the love of the truth that they might be saved but have pleasure in unrighteousness. Righteousness is Jesus is God. He's the father of glory. Unrighteousness, he said, no, he's the second person of the Godhead. Somebody said, that's a stout message, a stout thing to say. It's the word of God, friend. All we're doing simply being obedient. They have the cruel venom of asp, one of the deadliest snakes upon the earth. Is this laid up with God and his treasures? Yeah, because it's because we have turned and gone after these other gods. 
God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, three, three. Somebody said, that's not three guys, just one God, three persons. A three persons, three personalities, you got three gods. The three unclean spirits like frogs, Revelation 16, 13. They're spirits of devils. Did they work miracles? Yes. The Bible said they did. But he says, is this not laid up in store with me? God saying it. And sealed. Sealed up among my treasures. I have the seal of the living God is to know this. That's the seal of his treasures. That is the treasures of God. That's the chambers of the Lord that you build. That you hide yourself and enter into your chambers for a little while. Until the indignation be overpassed my anger ends in their destruction, God said. That's the treasures of God. But who will hear for the time to come? It's at your doorstep. It's you're hearing it. If you're listening to this podcast, the Lord's dealing with you. We want to be in fellowship with you, lifting up the blood-stained banner of the one God, Jesus-only doctrine of Christ, giving him the glory due unto his name, that Jehovah is salvation, the Lord God. He is, he is my salvation. To me belongeth vengeance, God said, and recompense. Their foot shall slide in due time. It's not sliding right now. Oh, they're going to church and high-fiving each other and preaching the, the gospel of money, prosperity, and flying around in jet planes and laughing as they go to the bank, hired harlings. But this overflowing scourge has surprised the hypocrite. God's judgments are here. God's calling those out. They will have an ear to hear for the time to come. Their foot will slide in due time. God said their foot is not a sure foot. It's going to slide. For the day of their calamity is at hand. God said when you called and uh, when I called and tried to show you that I'm God and you didn't listen. And when you call me, I'll laugh at your calamity. What's a calamity? You don't know that he's God Almighty. The man is God. The rock, capital R-O-C-K, Christ. And the things that shall come upon them make haste. For the Lord will judge his people. What's he going to do? Separate the chaff from the wheat. And repent himself for his servants. The ones that have the seal of the living God. He's going to repent. He's going to pull back the tribulation and persecution. He's going to pull back that that wrath of God will be poured out and the judgments of God upon this earth in Revelation 15. All you have to do is sing the song of the Lamb, the song of Moses, song of the Lamb. All you have to do is have that ceiling. That's all. There's a difference in the wrath of Satan and the wrath of God. Satan come down to you having great wrath. We're going to taste of that wrath through the great tribulation. But no, we're not going to taste of the wrath of God because we're sealed. In the day of the Lord's judgment, at that point, we're changed. The true believers in God are. And he said, for the Lord shall judge his people, repent himself of the evil, of the tribulation, of the trouble. When he sees their power's gone and there's none shut up or left. In other words, we come to the end of ourselves. We've ceased from our own labors and we've entered into the rest of God, Hebrews 4. He shall say, where are their gods? Where's this God junior you've been serving? You didn't give me the glory of the Father. Jesus, the Father of glory, you did not. You called him the Son of God, but you didn't give him the glory of the Father. 
their rock in whom they trusted. You trusted in God Jr., which did eat the fat of their sacrifices and drank the wine of their drink offerings. You gave to that son of God that was not the father. You gave to the son of God the second person of the Godhead, not realizing and giving him the glory of the father. That's the difference. It's a rock, but it's not the capital R-O-C-K, the man who is God Almighty. And it says, let them rise up now. Those are the ones that you serve. Let them rise up and help you now. Let them be your protection. See now what? What is God saying? See now that I, singular one, am he. Who? God Almighty, the Father of glory, the Jehovah, El Shaddai, Elohim, the Tetragrammaton, the Yodhawaha, God Almighty himself, the Father, Word, the Holy Ghost. See now that I, even I am he, and there is no God with me. There's no God, the second person, no God, third person. I kill. Somebody said, no, the devil does that. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. God said, I kill. I make alive. I wound. I heal. God's doing it all. He said, I'm the one sending pestilence, plagues. I'm the one sending my four sword judgments to have you turn to me, to give me the glory due unto my name. Those that have an ear to hear, seal until the day of redemption. By that rock, by that Christ, by that revelation, that rock. And he said, uh, well, I will lift up my hand to heaven. Not hands, hand. I lift up my hand to heaven and swear I, singular, live forever. Not we, not Father, Son, Holy Ghost. I live forever. Bless his holy name. Neighbor, there's not another. He's going to whet his glittering sword. His hand is going to take hold on judgment. It's happening now for one reason, to reveal his name, to reveal his glory, to reveal his essence and being that he alone is God. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ, the almighty God. There's not another. You have questions? We'd love to hear from you. And there somebody said, well, if he's got this, well, let us have your questions. We'll be more than happy there and be blessed to answer them. Hopefully that you will lay this to heart. God is overturning, overturning, overturning right now to those that have an ear to bring them into a greater depth and a height, depth, length and width of Christ. For those that will hear for this time to come, it's upon us. This is a treasure of God, the judgments in the earth for one reason, to reveal that he alone is God and there's not another. No second person of the Godhead, no third. It is a cunningly devised fable. It's just not the truth. Well, more and more and more we can go on for hours, but you've got the gist of it. If you have the questions, please give us a call. Please contact us. Drop us a message. Drop us an email. We'd love to hear from you. There we, uh, we're going throughout the world right now. That nation, nations there in Africa are literally being overturned. India. We have over a thousand churches that have come out of a Trinity denomination. And if you write us, I'll be glad to give you their names and let them tell you what they seen and what happened when they came out and the power they're feeling and rejoicing in now. They've made videos 
and send them to us. Oh, we're so happy. We're blessed. We have the power. We've never seen it like this before. Some of them have 8, 10, 15 churches in an organization that was in a Trinity organization now have come out into the real Jesus. Well, let us hear from you. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Beard saying, Behold, the real Jesus.